following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hey, Doug. You ever wake up, Chris, this morning and find your dad jerking off in the living room? Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm in the wheelchair now. God damn it, Doug. (laughs) Damn, that's scary. Hello, horror sluts. My name is Micah. You haven't heard from us in quite some time now. Uh, Greg and I actually had some personal issues that we were going through. And at the end of the day, it turns out Greg is a huge piece of shit. I hope Greg burns alive in front of his family on Christmas morning. Uh, But damn, that scary will not die. This show will continue with me being the showrunner, of course, the uh, the OG, if you will. But now this new incarnation of damn, that scary. I am bringing aboard a good friend of mine out in L.A. director from uh, the Slashers podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Doug. Hey, all you horse sluts out there. I feel your oozes dripping out of all the juice holes. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for letting me be a co-host on your show. You know, I've been a big fan. Dude, this is been, great. Uh, yeah, I know you've been my morning you... cup of coffee. You guys are like the morning shows. You know, but, yeah, but now you that gotta we stop found saying out... you guys, because we are never going to mention Greg again. He is dead forever. Go fuck yourself, Greg. Fuck your stupid fucking face. I'm sorry, Doug. You little bitch. I would have never thought that Greg was a piece of shit. But hey, you never know. You can never tell by one who's a piece of shit or not. But uh, Greg was a good man. He will be remembered. And I hope not too many people piss on his grave. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to take a shit on his grave. But uh, Doug, there's a little thing we like to do here to start the show. You ready for this, babe? It's your first time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are... Damn! Damn. That's... Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. No. 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 You're not doing this without me. What do you think this is? You think you got a fucking? You got a different co-host? You got somebody else in here taking my place? What is this bullshit? Whoa, Greg, where did you come from? Oh, uh, well, do you really want to know? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. I was on the moon. Yeah. You were on the moon visiting our good friend Will. Oh, uh, he's still up there. Some of you may remember from our earlier episode, season two, I think it was. Uh, Episodes 15 through 69. 69, dude! He, he was uh, in the first episode. I mean, he was only on the first one, right? It was just kind of old school. like Yeah, yeah uh, sure. Yeah. Gre- Greg's back. Micah, you told me to order some knee pads off Amazon. Well, I have that here, but... Chill for a second, Doug. You are going to need those. I'll tell you why later in just a bit. But, um, Micah, what's this all about? Got I, a uh, gentleman here, someone taking my place. I take a couple of minutes to go to the fucking moon. By the way, I did see the cold blue spread eagle Huska up there. Oh, how's she doing? In a word? Yeah. Good. Oh, good. That's not funny. It's a very good. positive experience. It's not. Good. I'm glad. Um, fill me in a little bit. What do you think you're doing here? What do you think this is? You, you got uh, you got a new intro. You got a new uh, new friend here. Like, what's going on? Well, I don't know what happened to you. We had that falling out. Then you fucked off to the moon. You've been hanging out with Will, our old co-host, and now you're back. I just made uh, this whole like new. This new rendition of Damn That Scary, I didn't know you were coming back. Okay, well, well, maybe we can all just kind of, maybe we can make this work out. Maybe we can all just get along. We can uh, do the show together. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have like a throuple? A 3P? Okay. I mean, I felt like I was, I'm like, should I jump out this window yet? Or no, I'm like, get caught in my pants. No, Doug, you're staying. Okay, okay. You have those knee pads on yet? Uh, yeah, these are Chinese made. They already snapped and broke. Okay, perfect. Well, let me explain a little something to you real quick. Here at DTS... We've had, we have a little bit of a format. Mike is the looks. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, so that would make me the muscle. Of course. Uh, leaving you to uh, basically be the brains. Of course. Uh, Hope, hopefully so... that's not uh, that's not too difficult for someone like you to handle. You think you can do it? I can lick soup. I mean, we're talking head of the family, right? And the brains, the muscle, and the eyes of a fox. Um, yeah, I can lick some soup. I think we'll do good. God, I love that movie. You know what, Doug? You're going to fit in just fine here, I think. This is going to work out great. Yeah, I go off topic worse than that fucking train derailment in Ohio. Oh, my God. Oh, you mean Tromaville. Just yeah. don't get all emotional after Micah penetrates you. He hates that. Okay, well, you know, there's Botox and anus. It can make you feel young again, I've heard. So there you go. Uh, speaking of cocaine, I had a chance to see Cocaine Bear. Really? Do tell. Well, Doc, did you see this? I did see Cocaine Bear. Yes, I liked it. Greg, you haven't had a chance to see it yet, huh? I could easily fake it. 
Bear so make does it. cocaine. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's the movie. The bear does cocaine, kills a bunch of people. Kind kids of do cocaine yeah. in it too, actually. Yeah, they, dude, the best part. Yeah, kids do cocaine. Like little kids. <laughs> little kids. Little Even kids. better. Yeah, kids had everything in the eighties. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, man, kids these days. Uh, cocaine Hold bear on. was very fucking entertaining. It was gory as shit. Was it uh, set in the eighties? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, nineteen eighty-five. Oh, okay, because yeah, actually, it, it was based on true events, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's. Or like loosely, of course. Very, yeah. very fucking loosely. The, the 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 bear ate a duffel bag of cocaine. Two hours later, its heart exploded, awesome. which will probably be the same way I die. I certainly hope so. The, the, the bear like kept eating cocaine. It was like Pac-Man eating those little balls. It kept getting more and more powerful. It was like, like Mario when he got the mushroom and fucking grew up big and shit and just squished everybody. Incredibly gory, very entertaining. There was a couple subplots that were fun as hell. Highly fucking recommend this movie. Well, let me ask you something. Was this was it more of like a slasher starring a bear? Yeah, it's or... basically like the bear's Jason Voorhees. Okay, so not so much a documentary about this specific event in the 1980s, but a, uh, a theatrical recreation. No, no, no. De- definitely a theatrical recreation. And also, a uh, fun little fact here is it was Ray Liotta's last movie. And watching the movie, you could tell. And Doug, you probably saw this too. It looked like Ray Liotta was supposed to be in more scenes, but then unfortunately Alec Baldwin killed him. Oh no. Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the crazy thing with that. But yeah, Ray Liotta, I think in his last interview, he's, he's like he just brushed up, he's like, Yeah, my last the, the other movie I did does some fucking bird was cocaine. I don't remember all that stuff. <laughs> he just kinda of brushed it up like he had more stuff. It's like, ah, cocaine bear was your last. Hold on, hold on a do. second. Did Ray Liotta just walk into the room right now? Like what did <laughs> Yes it did. <laughs> Yeah. Who's not Ray Liotta? No, can be Ray Liotta though. They just gotta put some mm, put in the grave. And hey Ray Liotta, tell us how good cooking in prison is. Yeah, trade secrets, he's dead now. So who is this freak? A lot of those characters, like the the, the fat lady that gets knocked out of the ambulance, like head first. Like oh, all those great. characters, if yeah, if you like uh Tim and Eric, if you remember Tim and Eric awesome show, a lot of oh, those yeah. like characters seem like people from there so like the very yeah yeah it was very like adult swim like why can't i meet someone normal for a change but for the most part goddamn, just fucking fun the whole time but my one like gripe and it's a small gripe because a movie the movie's fucking called cocaine bear who gives a shit i've always thought that you had a small gripe go ahead that's why my wife's on ex-wife is on the moon is it just me or is cgi regressing this bear did look pretty bad. Well, here's the thing. I thought about that because I'm like, I'm, I, I, and then I watched Mars Attacks recently too, and that's 1996. I'm like, how the fuck? And it looks incredible. Looks better. A masterpiece. Yeah. How does so? I watched 1997's uh, The Relic recently, mm-hmm. and the CGI in that looks great. Like you just mentioned, 1996 Mars Attacks. How is it that it's 2023 and the fucking CGI for Cocaine Bear was just god awful? It looked like 2009's. Uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D. You know, there were like a few scenes that were kind of weird, like when uh, uh, Harry Warden shoved the shovel into the chick's mouth, pushed on it, split the, you know, did did that gag where it's like her mandible was separated from the rest of her Mm. head and it just looked really shitty. That was like in this movie. So you're telling me they didn't actually feed cocaine to a bear and just kind of film its actions? They, uh, yeah, no, it was like a trained bear. Uh, yeah. it's, a little it's not even a trained bear. There was no fucking bear in it, correct? There's no bear. There's oh, no bear. Shit. Did it look as good as the bear in the Revenant? No. <laughs> that no, bear looked really oh. good. I mean, I, it looks like uh see this is this will show you how deep cut it is like Cabela's hunting. <laughs> like Cabela's hunting 90 98. That's what the bear looked like. It kind of reminded me of that fucking predator movie that came out, Prey. The scene between the predator and the bear, it was kind of like that CGI. Did the CGI, was it so poor that it was distracting from like the overall enjoyment of the film? Or was it just kind of, this is a B movie. This is kind of shitty. It all kind of fits in. No, like, it was okay a big, it, dude, it was a big budget B movie. It was awesome. I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm not going to see Cocaine Bear and expecting, you know, Jurassic Park levels of CGI. That's another thing yeah. too, dude. Jurassic Park was 1993. How the fuck does the CGI in that look better than this? Hold on to your butt. So... Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I'm giving Cocaine Bear fucking uh, uh, five scaries. Goddamn, is it great? Four scaries. What's our numbering system again? We haven't done this since December. Five out of five. Five scaries. Five scaries. 
Yay! There is a point where like the bear eats cocaine the whole time. Yeah. But there is one point where there's like a big trail of coke and it's straight up like <laughs> snorts it up and it's awesome. Oh, and there's bear cubs that snort through. They're addicted. Oh yeah, Perfect. there's baby bear cubs that are just like just little coke hounds. They remind me of like the chicks at the nightclub back when I was in my 20s and they knew I had a bag of toot on me. They get real eager to reciprocate. Speaking of, Doug, you still got those knee pads? Yeah, I still got the knee pads. For everybody listening right now, you're probably wondering why Doug is actually on the show. And the reason why is that Doug... I kind of am. Yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of wondering what the fuck's going on here, man. Okay, Greg, What's you're up? not being replaced. That was a little, uh, uh, you know, hoo-ha, laughy laugh that we're just having at your expense. Oh. Uh, Doug actually made a uh, a fantastic motion picture last year called Trash Juice that we will review momentarily. But first, boys, did you guys watch anything good lately? Well, what, what did we see here? What did you see, Greg? I got to run in my... I, I smoked a little bit of the old uh, tetrahydrocannabinol and took a shot of this fucking Pisco, so... Give me a moment to process. Oh no, Doug, you can't you can't just fucking pass this off onto me. This is your fucking show now. Oh okay. I've been replaced. I'm third fiddle, so to speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, step up and fucking talk about things you've seen, my friend. Okay, I'll give you a little uh thing here. So <laughs> it's on it's on Amazon Prime and I think it's free on Tubi, but it's called Horror in the High Desert. Oh. Yeah, and uh I it's like a fake documentary at first. Yeah, I didn't actually expect lady. you to have an answer to that. So uh <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> Well, no, check out Horror in the High Desert. It actually freaked me out. I was like, holy shit. This is is it footage? It, at the end, yes. I'm actually kind of wondering if uh, Doug would be a better host for the show than I would. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, when you ask me questions like that, I do not have a legitimate answer. Oh, this man. oh I got Horror in the High Desert. I watched that one. And then I watched some other movie that uh, I'm doing for my B-movie TV show uh, on Roku. Holy shit. I'd never seen it before. But have you ever seen Reform School Girls? No, but it sounds very sexy. Oh, it yeah. Depends the, who's asking, to be honest. <laughs> the uh, that that pervy guy from uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, the one that's like and flurries up the noses. Oh my God, oh, the weatherman he directed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's super sleazy, and you get like this this fat guard that's like, "You women will obey me," or maybe like, and she's a lazy to say, or I'm going to eat all of your pussy <laughs> one by one in an inspection. Oh, so, man, I hope she has those sweet knee pads. No, check out Reform School Girls. It's free on uh, Tubi. Fantastic. Um, you know, you, yeah. you had me at the title, to be honest. Reform School Girls Take Ecstasy? Is that the sequel? I got a little wiggle down there when you said it. Excellent! But really, you know, I've, I've spent the last, I don't know, what, two months? When was the last time we recorded? Anybody oh, know? Oh, God, last fucking year. Before Christmas, something like that? Something I've been on like the that. goddamn moon. I've been up there. I've been playing fucking basketball with Will zero g gravity's awesome i can actually fucking dunk on the moon you know it was, it's been a really fucking long journey back flying through just the barren black expanse of space plummeting through earth's atmosphere i landed in the goddamn ocean did i tell you that i crashed through the surface tension of the pacific ocean dug myself into a coral reef where i was rescued by soviet scientists yeah they actually still exist Soviet scientists? The Russians? You wouldn't think. Yeah, you know this whole shit that's going on between Russia and Ukraine? It's all a ruse. It's all fake. The Soviet Union is alive and well, and they have a very sophisticated space program. Down in the Marianas Trench, right? Yeah, they grabbed me up, they scooped me up, they put me through their decompression chambers. Uh, I almost got the bends, but, you know, I'm a little too resilient for that kind of shit. I've been saying uh, that for years. They threw me into a gulag, which is their nature, of course. Yeah, you, you, you kind of have expected. to. Gained myself a personal audience with one Vladimir Putin. Ooh. And I gotta say, he's actually a very uh, pleasant individual. Very enjoyable. He smells nice. He smells like gunpowder in mm. male ejaculate. It, that smells great. Did he make you test his food before he ate it? He actually did, yeah. That also tasted like gunpowder and male ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They're not trying to poison him. All the chefs are just jerking off in his food. <laughs> putting put pubes in his mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And all the chefs are in the back of the room. There's an old Russian trick that they call poop in the pudding that I learned while I was over there. I had to swim all the way back to the United States, pulled myself onto the beaches of the West Coast, which, Doug, no offense, but California sucks. I hiked all the way across that shit through Nevada, Oklahoma, South Carolina, fucking Virginia, Pennsylvania, 
back to Buffalo, New York. My life has been hell for the last goddamn two months. I just want to die. Mm, well, make sure the gun's not unsafe. I do have a couple of trailers, though. Yeah! Oh, trailer oh, time! Trailers! 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 Would you like to hear the first one? Boy, howdy! Our first trailer is for a little Disney film called The Haunted Mansion. Yeah! And I gotta say, at least according to the trailer, this mansion is unhinged. Because you got living on the fringe Danny DeVito in that house. Hell yeah. I don't know. If I want a Haunted Mansion one, you know, just for me, I'm just like, leave it alone. It's a fucking ride. Well, this time, Disney is inviting you to join a wild thrill ride full of spooks, specters, ghosts, goblins, gremlins, Danny DeVito, and a soundtrack by who I'm assuming is Roy Orbison. Oh, I thought it was going to be Skrillex. I thought it was Nicki Minaj. Those are much sexier answers than I had, but... (laughs) (laughs) Who would you rather have sex with? Skrillex, Cardi B, or Roy Roy Orbison? (laughs) Well, he does have a low uh, uh, vibrational voice. So you get that. He is a master of sounding. Like those Mongolian throat goats. Well, it turns out they're pulling out all the stops, and yet somehow I couldn't care less about this fucking film. Well, that was around the time that Eddie Murphy got in trouble for uh, being pulled over with the transvestite. Uh-oh. Can we say transvestite? Yeah, you can say transvestite. I mean, why you not? You can say transvestite. So okay. I think we could say No. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, so The Haunted Mansion, the original movie that came out back in the 90s or whatever with Eddie Murphy... Uh, was plagued with controversy because that was around the time Eddie Murphy was pulled over with a salesman in the front seat, but he was only given the salesman a ride home. I believe this him. movie looks fucking great. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Doug. Greg, I've always known you've been a piece of shit for years. Thank Dude, you. this this has Danny DeVito. Like, right there is a fucking selling point for me. You know, you uh, are right. I, I have to assume if Danny DeVito actually attached himself to this, there has to be some sort of, like, credibility to it, right? There's going to be whores. You whore. Well, I, I thought it was maybe him and, like, his Norbit. Because he played Norbit. That was around the time he did Norbit, too. I remember that. And they pulled him over. They're like, who the fuck is this bitch? Danny Correct, DeVito Doug. wasn't Norbit. No, Eddie Murphy was. Good. He actually, he also played the salesman, which is why he didn't get arrested for it. He was also the cop. He was the judge. He was the DA. I'm pretty sure he was the bailiff. He was, he was most the of jury. the audience. The judge, the jury. He was the execution. And it turns out, when that's the case, they all let you off easy. There you go, Eddie. Can't wait for that next uh, Pluto Jones movie or Pluto Nash. What the fuck was that movie that like was the uh, biggest flop of all time? Pluto Nash, probably, yeah. Pluto Nash. Wait, wasn't uh, it the one with, um, with Andrew Dice Clay? You're thinking of Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Yeah, that's the one that Eddie Murphy was also in. And he, he played Andrew Dice Clay in the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Yeah, I think everyone groaned in the theater when he did that joke. Yo, why did the monkey fall from the tree? Because it was fucking dead. Oh! Yeah, and then everyone's like, ah, oh, and they left the theater after that one. Well, Doug, uh, I laughed. Because I laughed too. I Andrew laughed Dice Clay oh. is a comedic genius. You fool! Andrew Dice Clay is the <laughs> greatest stand-up comedian of all time. Holy is this wrong? Yeah, I give him credit too. He's up there with Lisa Lampanelli, if you remember her. This is a debatable point, by the way. Yeah, we're not we're just not just taking this for granted. It's okay. I'm here to master in debate class. So. <laughs> oh yeah. But if yeah, you want to talk about stand-ups, how about I throw my hat into the ring here and say, how about George Carlin? Oh, okay. George Carlin is a very close second to add to the the, the dice man cometh. Oh, yeah, he's funnier than the movie The Patriot. So I was laughing during that movie. The one with Mel Gibson? (laughs) He's funnier than Schindler's List. Yeah, they had a good twist ending. That is technically true, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's funnier? Well, no, I mean, it didn't have a a twisted backstory like The Hunchback of Notre Dame did. How about this? Carlos Mencia is funnier than Schindler's List. 
Ever think Ooh. about that? I'm not funny. I steal jokes. Eh, debatable. Dick don't work, man. He copied most of the jokes from it, though, so it's kind of. He did. He basically. Yeah, did. It's, yeah. it's not really a valid I'm argument. I'm not actually funny. I don't know where to go from there. Was, uh, it was like, hey, else. I'm on the list. No, you're a beaner. Our next trailer is for Dead Island 2. Oh yeah, the video game. The video game. Yeah, this uh, this looks pretty good. Now I uh, I'm actually a fan of Dead Island. I played the original. Greg, I know you're big into video yep. games. Doug, how about yourself? Hell yeah, I did. I, I bought Dead Island when it first came out for the PS3, and yeah. um, I liked it. The only thing I, I'm like when I first saw Dead Island, I thought it was gonna be like Fulci zombie, like how those wow. zombies are gonna be like rotting. So, but other than that, like it was it was fun, and I I was excited for part two, and they announced that like in 2000 and. I don't know. It's been a while. It, it's been a little 10 while. Ten years, it feels it's like. It's been a minute. So Dead Island was great for its time, but the the natural evolution of gaming led to uh, a little title that I like to call Dying Light. Anybody familiar with that? Have either of you played that or? No, I have not. No, Doug. No, no I know what it is. I know you just jump around and fan your nuts in front of zombies. That's really all it is, right? Which is kind of incredible, right? It's a really good time. Dying Light kind of took the Dead Island formula and just kind of refined it, kind of perfected it, and really just made it a better game. So uh, I haven't played the sequel to that one, but when I look at a sequel to Dead Island, all I can think is, is this just going to be another Dying Light, or is it going to be a Dying Light without all the cool features of that game? Like um, I'm picturing Rey Mysterio jumping around a bunch of zombies. You can do a double-legged dropkick which is the greatest move in the fucking game. And I did oh. see that in the trailer for Dead Island 2. So as long as that exists, Ooh. I'm all for it, man. I'm going to check this out. Well, there you have it. Greg's on, Greg. damn that scary seal of approval. I love playing uh, the Evil Dead, the uh, the game. And I noticed like uh, all the enemies have the same thing that the Evil Dead, where it's like the balance bar and then the health, which is fucking, uh, I mean, it's cool. But hey, it looks like... Uh, Evil Dead the game beat them to the punch. Oh. Well, I gotta say, uh zombie games just in general probably aren't really like a like a yeah, novel thing in 2023. It's it's not exactly <laughs> breaking new ground, but uh just from the trailer, it looks like it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. So I'm gonna keep my eye on it. Did anybody catch the release date? I feel like it's gonna be a while. 2030 uh, something. 2042, mm -hmm. I think. Like 2047, 46. Uh, uh 2069. Oh, God. Well, Greg, actually, to answer your question, Dead Island 2 will release April 21st for the Xbox series XJS. I don't know. XXS. I did. That's not a J. That was a slash. I've been drinking. Awesome. Uh, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 5. And actually, the PlayStation 4. Most modern games come out for the last gen too now. So uh, if you're like me and you haven't really uh, moved on quite yet, you can still yep, enjoy the, the newest way. titles. I have a PS poor, so, you know, it's, I'm not going to upgrade to five anytime soon. Aww. So we've got yet another trailer. If anybody, another one about it. Yeah. It's called Malum. Malum. From the Latin root malice, meaning fun times. I've heard that. <laughs> this is a pretty straightforward remake, sure to please fans and leave newcomers sexually confused. Well, you will. I mean, this this Melon, I mean, this is a fucking remake of a remake. Yeah, I'm actually really, really excited about Melon because this is a remake of a 2014 horror cult classic, The Last, last Shift. Last Shift. Last, last Shift. Last Shift, yeah. Doug? Yeah, well, I've never seen Last Shift. I just know that monster on the cover was something that I'm like, oh, that, that looks familiar. So as soon as I saw the, this this trailer here, I just thought, I'm like, ah, oh, it's that monster again. I wonder, I don't know, maybe it'll be the new Arthur Clown. You never know. It's 2023, and we've got yet another Last Shift monster for you to play with. So the guys that did the Last Shift, they actually, like, they got a bunch of money. They got their crowdfunding, all that bullshit. So they're making the movie that they intended to make back in 2014, almost 10 years later. With uh, now they're they're releasing Malum. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about what the original vision was supposed to be. It's 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 like this cop that's hanging out at. It's like the last. It's literally the last shift at this police department. No shit. And it turns out it is really fucking haunted. It's a bunch of bullshit. 
about her her father was a cop it turns out he was in some weird ritualistic sacrifice shit a lot of satanic oogie boogie bullshit i love that shit so much what we need now in 2023 more than anything to get society back together is another satanic panic make fucking goth scary again and dangerous but i mean that'll never happen because every basic bitch in the world with a fucking instagram is goth now we've got too many goth adults out there just kind of throwing on uh eye makeup and black clothing and acting like they're into satan the only goth adult that matters you and i both know her we love her she's got Number great one. tits i'm talking about kim director baby the queen of goth adults does she have a nightmare before christmas tattoo and a bride of frankenstein tattoo and Probably. i can almost guarantee it yeah of course but don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not against the goth adult movement i think it's great i just love goth adult titties yeah. and mella will be arriving march 31st in demand and select theaters and i am so fucking stoked for this one you might be the biggest fan of last shift that i've ever met no one even fucking knows this movie but i guarantee you it's streaming somewhere i'm pretty sure it's on netflix watch that shit it is so goddamn good yeah, well I, I just think the cover art was stolen on a bunch of things like on tubi there's a bunch of movies that had like the same kind of like like you know dollar store hormone and they just stole that image from last shift now that really? that is actually kind of like a uh I, I think a reason why not a lot of people know it is because of that cheesy cover where it's just like the fucked up face with the pentagram scratched on it right it's a little uh, off-putting yeah but it's it's goddamn the last shift actually has one of the best gags i've ever seen in a movie it really lures, lures you into everything is safe you're fine and then of course you know something's gonna pick up but it, the, the movie just fucking snaps and it turns on a goddamn dime and uh really goes into another direction i fucking love the last shift i i cannot wait till malum comes out i'm really all right for this. Well, you heard it here first. Last Shift is the best movie of all time. Malum is going to be the most perfect remake uh, that's ever been done. We've never been screwed by this kind of thing in the past. Trust it. Watch it. Check out Malum. Coming soon. Yeah, remember when we saw that Hellraiser remake? Boy, were we wrong about that. I think uh, I forgot about that now. It doesn't even exist anymore. It was like 69 months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing I remember from that Hellraiser remake was the one centibite that got stuck in the wall. It's like it was like a glitch. That's Greg's favorite part. That was, <laughs> that was fun, right? I remember it. Good stuff, Doug. Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. it wasn't <laughs> even a centibite. It was like a creature from Silent Hill. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was a bad movie. Yep. That was not good. Not good. You know what is going to be good though? What? A little movie called The, the Pope's, Pope's Exorcist. Exorcist. Oh, wow. The Pope's Exorcist? Who's in that? Well, it's basically a remake of that Nathan for You episode uh, starring the haunted house realtor. And it had that crazy uh, Italian priest who was exercising everybody and, like, touching them very inappropriately. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command you now to get out of this summer right now, evil spirits. I command you now to get out. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't actually catch the credits. I didn't see, you know, who the lead was. I, uh, I'm a little confused. Maybe you... Saw something. Uh, who's the guy? Oh, I'm trying to think. The 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 pissed off Aussie. Get out! Get out! Get out! Get out! What do you mean by pissed off? You mean like violently enraged? The poops exorcist. exorcist. You're gonna come up with some interesting results, I think, if you're putting that into Google, my friend. Yeah, yeah. It just pops a bang bus. So. Come out! <laughs> come out! Oh, was it Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Our personal hero, Russell Crowe, fan favorite, BTS deity, star of Les Miserables, and also Gladiator, I think. He's a oh well-known actor. Oh my god, he's Russell Crowe! Yeah, that's what we're getting at. He's a, he's, he's a big fucking actor, and he likes to fight everybody in real life. He's going for something a little more subdued in this film, but I have a feeling, uh, you know, cross your fingers, everybody, we might get a scene of him fist fighting the devil. Come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out. Making movies, making music, and fighting around the world. I am committing to come out. Fighting straight to hell he is. He's got that bold haircut. He is going straight to hell. He's got that uh, church shooter look. So That is a fact. If you have ever had the bold haircut or you've ever thought about cutting your children's hair that way, keep in mind, 
you're all going to hell. That's right. The Pope's uh, Pope's exorcist looks like every other fucking exorcism movie ever fucking made. I, uh, oh boy, this sucks. Yeah. I just, I can't believe that this is happening in 2023. And, and can we just stop with the goddamn conjuring gags with yep. the, uh, the, the, the possessed thing. It's like a cute little kid that gets possessed and then he's cracking its neck and bending all crazy. It's a little Every- late. Uh, he seems a little fatigued, you know, from fighting all of his worldly foes. I'll put it that way. Uh, and in this one, he decides that he's going to take on Satan himself in a very overly derivative plot that can only fall short of the 1973 Friedkin classic that we all know and love. Come out. Just because you throw the word Pope in front of this does not mean anybody wants to see it. Sorry, Russell. I am uh, sorry, too. Don't well, come to my house and punch me. I know you do that. He will travel to Buffalo, New York on his magical boat, Taga, and he will fight the shit out of you. I will give you oh, hot is this wings. PG-13? Because I feel like this is purposely made for people to go spend their, drop their kids off at the movie theaters. You it know what, dude? Be. It's actually rated R. Go now and don't ever come back. Take a deep breath three times, please. Yeah, Russell Crowe sucks, but you could go see The Pope's Exorcist April 14th in cinemas. Russell Crowe at age 58 is really looking rough and haggard and not as tough as he used to be. He looks like he got shot on the set of Rust instead of the other person. Uh, That's actually hilarious. Uh, On to the news, babe. Earlier in the show, we were talking about Cocaine Bear. Elizabeth Banks is actually talking about doing Cocaine Shark after the success of Cocaine Bear, because Cocaine Bear is top of the charts right now, baby. This is going to be the new theme. Just like uh, the way I... I, I cocaine you know, Animals. Slasher yeah. was the new... Yeah, it's going to be Cocaine Animals. There's like meth alligator. That yeah. takes place in Florida. USA! There's got to be fucking fentanyl kangaroos out there. There's weed koalas. Uh, let's see, meth chipmunks. I like the sound of a crack snake. Heroin moles. Oh, there's whippet weasels. How about an Adderall armadillo? Oh, man. That's a, How about a I, Xanax tiger? Tylenol T-Rex. Oh, those things are terrifying. A cannabis canary. A boofed bee. A nuked newt. A heroin hawk. A shuculent shrimp. Shuculent shrimp? Shuculent shrimp, yes. It's the, the Red Lobster special. Sounds good, doesn't it? shuculent shrimp. Shuculent shrimp. It sounds like delicious. Species. Yeah, that's the French version, you know, and they try to make all arts. They're like, oh, these motherfucking Americans making cocaine, man. Let me make succulent shrimp. It's it's got to go, you know. But I can't wait to see a glue-sniffing snail. When you're using drugs, you can just about be anything you want to be. Starring Mickey Rooney. Perfect. Well, I mean, he's already got the sludge all over his face, so he already looks like a fucking worm. So might as well... Uh, you know, Whatever the reason, he hates it. What is it, a, a cephalopod? What is a snail? An invertebrate? Trust me, <laughs> Rooney hates it. Trust If it ain't Rooney, he hates it. It's history's greatest monster! One last thing before we get into trash juice, which I am, uh, I, I can't wait to fucking talk about. Way back in the day, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, they brought us grindhouse with planet terror and death proof we ended up getting machete which Which was was fantastic to be oh machete was great and then i love machete kills hell yeah and i i know you guys are a fan of halloween kills but i'm a bigger fan of machete kills honestly halloween ends more halloween ends (laughs) was pretty much the perfect horror film it surpasses kills in almost every way yeah do you remember when jamie lee curtis dropped a refrigerator on michael myers I remember when she got her face smashed into a microwave, and that's enough to sell the ticket to me. Beep, beep, man. Richie. Oh, man, but uh, yeah. Would you ever expect the final battle to take place in the kitchen? Doug, if you can't take the heat, get the hell out the kitchen. Doug, yeah, what no makes kid. you think that Michael Myers wouldn't lose to a geriatric old woman in a battle of physical dominance? No, oh, because she had the Best by Geek Squad protection on all those appliances, so she's like, well, fuck it, I'll just get my money back. They have a Best Buy in Haddonfield. Yeah, they do. I mean, I thought I was hoping she would have jumped into the, you know, car part grinder with Michael, but eh. How great would that have been if, like, all the main characters, all the supporting (laughs) cast, just, like, it's over, everybody! 
there's like a, a song playing. They're all dancing and just fucking diving into the grinder. Like, <laughs> Halloween ends. Halloween hey ends. now, you're an all-star. It's game on. Go play. Speaking of getting lucky, how lucky are we that Thanksgiving is actually going to fucking happen now? Uh, Eli Roth is going to start filming this movie in Toronto next fucking month. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving horror. I mean, there's a handful of them. Of course, we all know and love fucking Blood Rage. Thanks, Killing. Obviously, Thanks, Killing. The Pilgrim came out a few years ago. Uh, That's on Hulu. That kind of sucked. Yeah, the Magic Voyage is a pretty good horror movie. If you remember that? What with with all the kids on the school bus? What was that? It ended horribly. Huh. All right, dipshits. I think we're pretty much done with the fucking news, right? Let's well, talk about the movie of the fucking week. We've got a special guest here. Damn. I'm not gonna call him a host. I'm not gonna call him a co-host. I'm not gonna call him a replacement for a guy like me. But I am gonna say, welcome, Doug. Thanks. You are the illustrious director of a little film called Trash Shoes that we all have recently watched, loved, enjoyed, felt a little guilty about afterwards, I think. Thank you for having me on. This has been uh, fun. I'm wired and livid and ready to go. And yeah, you guys are like the first ones covering Trash Shoes. So, you know, hey, more uh, kudos to you. I sent it to some other people and I I submitted it also to uh, the San Pedro Film Committee. And, and they fucking hated it. They say, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Doug, I may not like you, but God damn it, do I respect you. And let me tell you something. I personally hate anyone who has ever disparaged this film or ever said a single negative thing about it. Uh, no, well, honestly, bring in the controversy. I want people to hate. This movie was kind of made for people to hate, to be honest. Well, um, I don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, fucking old lady. Micah was there. We went to the screening of this here. We would play in theaters. I have some videos of some old lady saying, this movie's terrible. And she, she nudged her husband for laughing. Have you ever considered actually doing a second take on any of your scenes? Yes, I, yes. Plenty of second takes I wish I took. In fact, I, I'll tell you, I got like four versions and I'm like, I got to pick the one that looked the best or didn't have a finger smudged on the lens or something, yep. so... You had some very nice uh, drone cam shots that I really appreciated, uh, particularly in the beginning when the, the camera kind of pulls back and upwards and you have just a like an arc of dumpsters with miscreants digging through them. I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah, that was uh, one of the people who was helping me on the film. He had a drone and he's just like, oh, I could shoot it. Um, but yeah, that's that's really what it was. I'm like, let's just try to make this somewhat artsy. So. At least when people see the movie, it might pull them in and be like, oh, this is a very artfully made looking movie. <laughs> and then, you know, and then well, you go into the. That's the thing, Doug. You, uh, I like the way that you tricked the audience into making it seem like this was actually going to be a good movie. Yeah, and then it well, just all went to shit. Literally. I personally, I did enjoy the movie as a, as a whole. I just have to ask you who actually, who did the opening credit sequence and why do they hate you so much? Oh, you want to know who did it? Me. <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up doing the whole lot opening of, uh, credits and lot yeah. of self self loathing there, huh? Well, I'll tell you what really happened. I hope he doesn't listen to this, but the editor that I paid uh, my 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 buddy, a good buddy of mine. Um, oh, trust me, he's not going to listen to this. Yeah, no. no, we're damn that scary. Nobody listens to this. Uh, well, he worked on like Gross House and some of the other films with me, but uh, yeah, he ended up in the process of editing it when I had to get this done before the October screening. Um, he got d- drunk and got a DUI. So he, I'm like, hey, dude, what's going on with that cut? And he was in jail. Rock and roll, baby. So yeah, so when he sent it to me, he was just like so distraught. He had court dates and stuff. He's like, hey, and it was cutting. He's like, I could edit. I could edit. No problem. I could edit. No problem. I could edit. No problem. You know, and then weeks pass, yep. you pass this, on your keyboard. This actually makes a lot of sense, and it, it sounds really a does. lot like our editing process here at TTS. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Greg's gotten, a, what, two Deweys on the drive home from the studio? I actually, I got a Dewey while sitting in my bathtub one time, which is kind of like, how'd you even get in here, officer? Now, Doug, Greg, Greg uh, was asking you about the opener of the movie, and he was talking about the drone shot with the dumpsters, and you have... Uh, 
which is nice by the way i I was actually sincere about that uh you have a handful uh, a gaggle if you will of vagrants kind of uh rummaging through dumpsters and then a man of a cloth is just kind of strutting down like a uh, a dirt road talking about what a beautiful day it is and then he bumps into all the uh the crackheads rummaging through the different dumpsters trying to i mean i I guess they're looking for maybe day-old donuts drugs i heard something about juice yeah a lot Um, lot of juice going on the priest kind of ties all the stories together because as we know trash juice is an anthology movie Mm. now um there's a little bit of controversy behind the actor that played the priest oh Uh, why don't you uh, why don't you fill us in on that uh Oh yeah. Well, uh, okay. So what happened was I, I had sent him the, the outline script and I said, the movie's called trash juice. You're going to be playing a preacher. He's like, Oh, Hey, you want it? You're here. You're doing a movie. You want I'll be in your movie. I'll be in your movie. Kind of just like throwing himself out there at you. Well, see, the thing is his name is preacher mission. The movie originally, uh, in the script, I, I erased it, but his name was going to be a reverend rape child. <laughs> No, but I had erased the name, so that's why on IMDb his name's Preacher Mitch, because uh, kind of looks like Mitch McConnell. So figure kind of does. Yeah. yeah, he was actually my favorite actor in the film, and I it kind of leads me to my next question: Do you think you'll definitely go to hell for making that priest say and do the things that you scripted? Do I really want to go to heaven with all these fucking Karens that be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'd rather go to hell where the you know. I mean, as a Lemmy's as a devout in. Catholic, that is what I'm I'm looking forward to. So. Of course, of course. Yeah. But see, that's the, that's the fun thing about it. Like, like you know, the movie is what it was like. It was the movie. The budget was about five to eight hundred bucks. If I put in like how much gas I've cost to really? drive back and forth, but it's really the movie's really meant to, you know, have Thanksgiving and you say, hey, you know, your grandma and your aunt, you invite them over, and, you know, just throw trash juice on. Like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> it's okay saw it on the television now now it is an anthology you had a few different segments beforehand where it was uh like you had just like some guys eating shit which we'll talk about eventually i do have a lot of questions about that by the way yeah we'll talk about that eventually but you had a a girl fingering herself to a dead body (laughs) a a guy was with squirrel fingers uh and then you had a guy committing suicide for views on youtube uh and there was, you know, some other other shit thrown in there too. But when you got to the incel part, it actually like that segment alone felt like an actual horror movie. It was yes. almost like, uh, and especially the incel baby that these incels created, it kind of reminded me of Belial from Basket Case. Yes, uh, absolutely. And uh, it looked like something like Frank Henelotter would have done. Uh, and now I'm sure you got some inspiration from that, Doug. I did. In fact, um, the, one of the big things is the, the guy that um, sculpted and made the incel baby was uh, Joe Castro, who did Terror Tunes. Is that like goofy. Evil Tunes? Uh, kind of like that, but the, the, the cartoons are like people in costumes. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you type in I'm Joe Castro and Terror Tunes, you'll see it looks just like it. So, um, well, I have incel baby here. So. I loved it. I thought that baby was fucking great. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, incels all around the world are pissed. You know, 4chan's going crazy, but... Uh, as yeah, an incel was... myself, and I think I speak for my co-host as well, uh, I think we can relate, and we enjoyed it. It was a fine oh, we hate women. of our way of life. Yeah. We're big fans of chivalry, but we don't really understand why it never really picks up. Well, you see, we used to be pussweeds, but now we're metal. So get over here and put out! Uh, yeah, I held the door <laughs> for a female co-worker today. She didn't even acknowledge that, and I just snapped her neck like a fucking twig. I got a full-on robot chubby. No, well, crazy thing is the whole incel thing, I got that from uh, uh, Elliot Roger. Like, have, you know who Elliot Roger, the one that shot up Santa Barbara? Um, you see Santa Barbara? Like, his whole thing is like, I'm a supreme gentleman. I play video games. No! Yeah, it's just, it's like, yeah, let's just make something out of here, when I was at, so I saw the premiere for this in the movie theater and I was watching this scene and I was actually waiting for somebody to walk in and start blasting. Uh, the Dark Knight, yeah. Well, th- that's the thing too. This was made before, Um, so so the incel, funny enough, the incel was shot in 2019, like a week before, um, no, in 2020, February. So like a week before the pandemic started. Oh, shit. So, yeah so was that the was that the first scene you filmed 
That was the first thing we filmed. Yeah, the incel baby. Nice. Uh, I noticed you got some pretty handsome sounding voices for that uh, that particular website. Yeah, you, I was going to say. Did you a lot of auditions for that? Or did you try to find like the sexiest sounding guys to do that? Or Yeah, the best actors in the movies by far. By far. Oh, and they by were the far. highest salary paid ones too. Uh, they they heard, were in yeah. uh, hentai gamer girl bathwater uh, commercial on uh, for uh, Spank Hub that the incels are watching. So I've heard that they were actually paid in bathwater too, which is, I mean, honestly, always appreciated. Yeah, you got Belle Delphine's bathwater and you got incel cum uh, bathwater too. Oh, that shit is priceless. <laughs> Just don't bathe with it. It makes you break out in a rash. Um, I like it. Yeah, Normally, yeah. I like it a little less diluted to be honest. But, but Craig, Craig and uh, Micah, they were in Trash Juice as the voice. Uh, you guys want to give a live uh, basically a recreation of that? Come on, you know you want to. This game will make you come in 30 seconds. Play a sleep bathwater simulator now. We're sloppy on our best day. You know, I thought I this is a I actually worked with Lloyd Kaufman and uh offering my my gag reflex voice to you. I I think you're cool, Micah. You know, you don't have to say it. You can just fucking pepper it in, you piece of shit. So, and what did Lloyd Kaufman do? Did he give you uh, some some bread? Yeah, what kind of bread did he give you? He said, "He, you know what? Lloyd Kaufman and I shared a glizzy, like the dogs in Lady and the Tramp, of course. Yeah, just like that. Yeah, hey, you did good. Maybe you guys should do real advertisements for Pornhub. You know what I mean? It's like stop what you're doing. Like Greg's got the voice of an angel." And and Micah's got the voice of uh, of uh, well, thank you, Doug. Belle Delphine in her bathwater. What can I say, man? I've um, always thought that about you, by the way. Now speaking of Lloyd Kaufman, and we were talking about your your like parallels with trauma and everything, and the influence that it had on you. Yes. Uh, have you thought about possibly putting this movie out? Now it's on Tubi right now. It's- yeah, and you'll get advertisements for a Metamucil too. I've noticed when people watch trash, she's like, "Why am I getting advertisements for?" Because the shit eaters, the algorithm, the algorithm picks that up. Yes, that it's makes actually, perfect it, fucking sense. It's actually really hilarious what kind of advertisements it links to this. Uh, if you want to find out, you're just gonna have to watch. Now, uh, Doug, have you thought about uh, possibly reaching out to Lloyd Kaufman uh, and Troma for distribution? Uh, I haven't actually. I probably should. I know they're not doing much in terms of like uh, you know physical media and stuff. They're doing everything through Troma now. Yeah. And funny enough, um, I I did another movie called um, Don't Touch That Dial, which is on Troma now, and and that's no, been on Troma now. Wait, yeah. So really? yeah, and and now see, Don't Touch That Dial. I have never received one fucking dime. Well, I'm glad Troma's but... broke, dude. Well, his brother's not. I actually just came from Bread and Sea in San Diego with Charles Kaufman. He runs a bread store down there. So, All right, all right, all right. So enough of the bullshit. Let's get into some fucking real questions here. Uh, Mr. I want to be the host of Damn That Scary. Mr. I want to take Greg's place because he was on the moon for a little while. All of a sudden, we're fucking... Now you're in my shoes. Prepare yourself. Gird your loins. Because here comes the real fucking questions about your feature film, Trash Juice, now available on Tubi and all other streaming services. Watch it with the family. All right, man. So tell me this. What's it like to eat shit? And why do you love it so much? Oh, this shit is absolutely delicious. That sweet American shit. Oh, yeah. No, actually, <laughs> it's, a, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, you know, for, for the movie, we did a lot of... Um, what's the word? We had to learn. I went to different countries. I went to Hong Kong. I went to, uh, you know, Outer Mongolia to, to see, like... Hmm, if I'm going to play a character called the Shit Eaters, I want to experience... Like, like, you know, these big-name actors are working at you know, fucking liquor stores to get the experience. I had to do that too. So I'm like, hmm, gotta get inside the mind of the shit eaters. They went to Hong Kong. Perfect. Well, I always knew that you were a racist, but what's it like being a best friend stealing scumbag? Those are some hurtful words. You shouldn't be saying things like that. You guys are the ones that have like Hitler on the background of your poster. Son of a bitch, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) 
must be a big <laughs> fan of the clown that cried. You ever seen that? You know, you actually do have a good point there. Well, I mean, yeah, you got us there. <laughs> you got us there, Doug. But on a different note, what was it actually like working with porn star Mikey Manshot? Mikey Manshot was great. I think he's one of the best actors in the movie, although he was a JPEG. But no, he was great. Uh, you know, a schlong of a horse slinging cum all over the windows. And uh, yeah, great actor. Just had to feed him a pail of slop. On a serious note, though, I know I'm fucking around with you here, but was there a reason why you superimposed his face over that actor? Or is there a story? No, that was his it? regular face. All right, you kind sucker. I'm going to get back. Come into on, the tell fucking... the fucking story, Doug. <laughs> I'm going to get back oh. into the fucking mean questions then if you're going to be like that. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, so you want the real cheese? I'll spill the cheese for you. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think this other actor is. That's all I mentioned was the other actor. <laughs> was it, he's not going to listen? Um, was he actually I, credited? No, he was not credited. Okay, so we won't say the name. We won't say the name. Okay, fact, I don't even remember. But anyway, he he was a um he was a he goes to the, my gym that I go to, and he was one of the trainers, and. Okay. uh when I when at the Christmas party, he's he, he's like, oh, I'm all into acting. I want to be in. You, I heard you're doing a movie. I said, yeah, I'm doing a movie, and I'm um, doing this. Like, if you want to play the party, I, I said it's a little, you know, obnoxious and rambunctious. It's a pretty shitty character, literally. Um, after we filmed, like for two, no, it was just one day, but it was a long day. It was like an eleven to twelve hour day of shooting. He wasn't returning my calls when we were supposed to shoot next. And uh, this is before the whole scene where he's supposed to get his, where he gets his head ran over by the car. Cause that yeah. scene just came up randomly. It was supposed to be like the slaughter of the Tupperware party after that. And right. he messaged me. He's like, Oh, I talked to my agent and I showed him some of the script. And he said, he doesn't want me in the movie or else I won't be able to get casted in Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, Were any of the supporting cast or crew offended that you always smell like human feces? Oh, yeah, everyone was all the time, not even when I'm not in character. But uh, no, no, that was just kind of the thing out there. A lot, you know, a lot of that feces stuff uh, was real feces. Yeah, no, not really. I, that uh, I assume. Yeah, it, actually, it was, the, it was worse. I think I would have preferred feces over what we used. We used well, Nutella and... Um, considering it, the budget, yeah, you got to cut costs somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Nutella and chocolate, um, th- like this this weird. I I bought chocolate cake mix, but it had like double fudge in it. Yeah, and we had flies all like the, the worst thing was the fly. Like I'd be when I was eating the shit off the floor, there'd be like flies and bugs on it, and I'm just like, mm, this shit is so delicious. Oh god, the juices nice. are flowing. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> fucking real bugs, and the flies wouldn't keep off you. So. Now, is that the same recipe that they used in uh, uh, Salo? I'm pretty sure, yeah, that was a big influence. Because you could have used just like real shit and saved some money on the budget, and uh, maybe you could have taken some of the money that you made to 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 make this shit to I don't know maybe make a better movie. Oh. Uh, but uh... well, and, and keeping this in mind, could I? Would you mind if I could have the actual recipe for a diarrhea daiquiri? Yeah, yeah, just go to Chili's and ask for the diary. It's just Chili's margarita special. That's a diary. <laughs> 99 cents a glass. So this yeah, is already, like, this has already been uh, patented by yeah, a... Yeah, 0.2% alcohol. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, nobody told me there was alcohol in this shit. I, I'll be all over that. <laughs> well, it, it, it depends. How much shit can you get from a dirty old pervert? It depends on the pervert and the alcohol percentage. So. Hey, if you're doing a sequel, sign me up as one of those shit eaters. The shit eaters are dead. Um, so I feel yeah. like getting drunk on Dookie. Oh yeah, they <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, that that actor, that funny thing about that is like he's just like I I don't want to be a part of this movie. I'm actually I think he was more offended uh, by the whole Jesus stuff. Quick follow up: Are are there any STDs that you don't currently have? Uh, no, I only have hepatitis A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. So the film was actually a little bit of a documentary in that sense. 
Yeah, or that was the whole scare when it's like, oh, I sat on, I remember going back to college and uh, there was this girl that said, I got STDs from sitting on the toilet seat. That happens. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I yes, got pregnant was... from swimming in a pool where people fucked. So, you know, I lost my virginity on a tractor. A tractor? Good for you, because mine was my stepdad. Call the police. All right, Doug. We made it to the lightning round here, so if you will indulge me for a moment, I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions. I want just some short answers. Keep it brief. I'm going to go rapid fire here. All right, you ready? Sure. All right, my man. Coke or penis? Coke. Yay! Young boys or old men? Old men because you can collect their retirement fund. Fair enough. Racism or pedophilia? I got to pick. Yep. Yeah. I know you like Uh, one of those. That was a little funnier, I think. Yay! Who's more disappointed, your parents or your wife? Uh, definitely my wife. Do you prefer Jeffrey Jones or Jeffrey Epstein? Well, at least Jeffrey Epstein made a good Beetlejuice movie. So. Oh! <laughs> um, would you rather fuck a kitten or eat a baby? Uh, babies taste better on the foodie grill, so probably not. Yay! Would you rather punch your grandma or tongue kiss your grandfather? Mm. Let's go tongue kiss. And last, but definitely not least, what do you think is better? Damn that scary or Adolf Hitler? Well, you want to go Kanye West routes? (laughs) No, no, I I say DTS all the way. Damn that spooky. (laughs) Thank you, And let me say, it has been a fucking pleasure to have you on. I think we've all had a great time here tonight. Thank you for putting up with all my bullshit in particular. I have to say, if there's one thing that Trash Juice proved to us is that making films are possible. So let's all do it. Let's all fucking Let's all make a fucking movie. Make a horror movie, everybody. Make a goddamn horror movie. Doug, I thoroughly enjoyed Trash Juice. I love watching it in the theaters. I watched it on the DVD. uh, I'm sorry, the Blu-ray that you sent me. And I watched it on Tubi last night. So that's a total of three times watching this motion picture. I uh, I liked it. I liked the different stories. I liked how it was all woven together uh, with the priest and uh, the, the crackheads. I love the backstory behind the priest about how he took his daughter to seeing the movie, but then was uh, fucking disgusted by it and sent you a bunch of text messages saying that he wanted his names out, his name out of the credits. Is that right? No, he didn't. He never wanted his name out of the credits because he signed a contract with me. Um, he just basically said, oh, I guess I learned a lesson. I must read the script before I take any movie role. Well, sir, you're fucked forever. Excellent. That's right. He took the Halle Berry approach with Catwoman. But yeah, dude, absolutely fucking love Trash Juice. I'm looking forward to uh, to your next project. What do you got coming up, babe? Yeah, so there's a few things going on, but there's uh, so Zombie Rage. That's I'm not directing it, but that's a movie from Ken, the guy who runs B Movie TV, and he plays yeah. uh, he Hell played yeah, Angus. Ken. Yeah, the one that uh, with the nunchucks is like you fucking cheated here, so I'm gonna. Fuck oh, he you was great. Fucking ass, and eat the shit off my cock, you piece yeah. of shit. You were in his other movie, uh, Father, Father and like Daughter. Father, like right? Daughter, yeah, because that was yeah. that was a double feature, a DP. They they played both movies uh, at the theater there. But yeah, so I'm in. I'm play a stripper in the new movie, the Zombie Rage movie. So nice. that that was fun. All right, everybody, check out Zombie Rage, starring Doug Woe and the Nunchuck guy from Trash Juice. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, Mikey Manscott, uh, Manshot. Uh, how do you pronounce it? What was the best way to pronounce it? Well, Manshot. I thought it was Manshot, but I know I'm wrong about most things. So I, I think so. Yeah. Fuck. I always call him Mikey. But yeah, Mikey, Mikey, and Yahira, they are actually making a film. Um, I, I'm helping make it too. But uh, are they think... are they doing it right now? Like while we're recording? <laughs> no, no, no. So it's called Noelia, the Christmas Demon. So um, that that's Mikey and Yahira's project. They're gonna start doing it. And um, yeah, other than that, like another thing too, like you got Slashers podcast too. We're streaming on everything. Um, yep. and then B movie TV. So I seriously, like, not just because like 
Um, I host a show on Fridays at eight there, but B movie TV is great. There's so much shit that plays on there. That's like lost to video store days. Um, but it's on, it's on Roku. So just download the channel B movie TV. I'm on Fridays at eight. You hire us on Saturdays at 10. Everyone listening. If you like what you heard today, if you want to hear more of Doug, definitely check out B movie TV. Let me tell you from personal experience, it is an incredible show, very entertaining. And, uh, whenever you can support local filmmaking. It's like USA up all night. But without Gilbert. And more tits. A lot of tits, yeah. But uh, seriously, turn on B-Movie TV at 3 in the morning. 2.33 in the morning. It's the Ken just plays this. He doesn't even care what he shows. Have you ever seen Pervy the Clown? Yeah. Yeah, Pervy the Clown comes out of midnight. But there's some episodes he'll play uncensored and not market. Real quick, Doug. I don't know. This, I, I was kind of reminded of this based on my most recent outburst. But why weren't there any tits in your movie? It's not a bad question, Craig. That's a long story. There was going to be tits, but... I'm just kind of coming at you from a DTS perspective here. No. I mean, yeah, there was a severe lack of tittery, so you already lost, Noticeable like, uh, lack of tittery. Two, you lost two, uh, maybe three, probably all of the scaries from me with the lack of tits. Actually, we never really got to that. Michael, what's your final review of Trash Juice? Oh, uh, uh, three out of five. You, uh, you lost two stars, two scaries for a lack of tittery. Fuck you. What a fucking douchebag, man. Five out of five, easily. You think Trash Juice isn't a fucking masterpiece? Five out of five. DTS, seal of approval. Here's the sound effect. Fuck yeah, Doug. More trash coming your way, but the, the thing is, seriously, like, this movie was made with the intent to piss people off, so... I don't know. It's like I used to love doing that. Like when I was a kid, like having people over. Like I remember I had my friends over, and we'd watch like Faces of Death, or we'd watch like The Plague Dogs, right? Oh, Just something yeah. I knew was gonna upset people. And they're like, "What? What the fuck?" And you know what I mean? Like, that was like the funnest thing. Like just seeing their reactions to this. This, this is kind of like a weird thing. That I'm like, you know, let's just make a movie with the worst jokes and the worst like bad taste possible. And uh, it, the fun is just seeing other people react to it. Like I said, what, exactly. what made my heart melt was that fucking old lady that nudged and got mad at her husband for laughing at the pickle dick stuff but and let me tell you something doug you can feel that when you watch it you can see that everybody involved in this film was having a great time all the actors everybody was just enjoying themselves there was a lot of ad-libbing it was a lot of fun fucking great man this was definitely a total project for you uh especially with like where you live and everything in the stories that you've heard uh living uh not too far from that area the funny thing is squirrel fingers is a real thing. I remember we're driving downtown, uh, not in San Pedro, but in LA, some guy, like he just, some homeless drug addict guy, he takes his pants and he starts shitting in the fucking street and he fills up his bag full of shit. And then he has these like veggie tails, finger puppets. Yeah. And he's like, they're alive and they're coming around attacking him. It definitely filled eight minutes and I fucking love you for it. Uh, well, see if I were doing any more backstory, he's supposed to be like this kid that was, he was like a serial killer and that's why it cuts like that weird vhs footage of him murdering people in the woods but you know when you don't have enough time and you're rushed because of yeah, you're being drunk all the time here's uh, the thing dude make a sequel yeah make a sequel yeah. make a prequel yeah you've got the means you've got the motivation dude do the yeah. fast and furious bit make 10 fucking sequels make your uh your hobbs and shaw like, like, just, just make it fucking work, dude. Just keep going with this shit. Trust me, as long as it's free on Tubi, I'll watch it. That's good, you know. Most of the shit's free anyway. As long as I don't have to pay for this shit. If you like that, um, uh, my my other films that I submitted then through Film Hub. Uh, so Gross House Two is now available on Tubi. Um, Gross House will be available eventually. It's on DVD, but the distributors some old whacked out, but they're out of print now. And then uh, uh, Don't Touch That Dial is on Troma now, and I submitted it to uh, Tubi as well, too. That nice. I think Don't Touch That Dial is, like, the best thing. It's totally non-PC, so if you like, like, stuff like that. I even watched it, I'm, like, kind of nervous to release this. But the whole point of that movie was to be as offensive as possible, so. Hell yeah. Let me tell you something, Doug. If you release something with the intention to be offensive, my advice is never apologize for it. This is the first I've heard of it, but I'm very interested, based on my viewing of Trash Juice, and I... Would recommend that everybody else does the same because I'm a bad influence. What are you, my dad? <laughs> definitely, yeah. Like I said, invite your friends and families over. Watch much Crash Juice on the TV. It's there, and uh, I'm sure you'll be questioned the rest of your life. It's like, why the fuck do you think this is funny? Well, I think we know. We're all a bunch of miscreants. We're all a bunch of fucking monsters, maniacs, malcontents. It's less offensive than fucking Jack and Jill, so. What, with Adam Sandler? 
Yeah, fuck. The lowest <laughs> common denominator for filmmakers. <laughs> but with that said, Doug, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Why don't thank you, you very love much. each other? Shut the fuck up. Why don't you love each other? Thank you very much for having me on here. It's been a beautiful time. Okay, that was good. 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 Uh, uh, why, why don't you guys, uh, I don't know, care about each other? Keep Spooky! 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 Fuck yeah! Yeah! Mascara and flurries up the noses. No, 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 no. And your stories are low. Go, go, go. This game will make you come in 30 seconds. And they don't stop playing. And they don't stop playing. And they don't stop playing. What are you, my dad? Say something, uh, say something funny for the cold open. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying it? Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Good morning, all you fucking ugly cockroaches. Well, that was just mean. God damn it, Doug.